This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now to talk about the jobs, the brand new jobs report, the deputy director of the National Economic Council. Wait a minute. I got there. Dep- I want to get this right. I'm sorry. Let me let me do this. Dep- 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 I, I missed something. Deputy assistant to the president and the deputy director. So I got to do both. OK, let me start over. Okay, let me I want to get it right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, brand new jobs report out. Who better to talk to than the deputy assistant to the president and the deputy director of the National Economic Council? We welcome back to Make It Plain, Joelle Gamble. Madam deputy assistant and madam deputy director, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. So 209,000 jobs added, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Last month in June, uh, we learned today that the U.S. economy added 209,000 jobs. That brings the total since the president took office to 13.2 million jobs created, 4 million more jobs than there were before the pandemic. Why are some of the analysts saying that this June number wasn't as high as expected? Well, a lot of economic forecasters try to take all the data we have and try to you know, predict what the jobs report might look like. And sometimes the jobs report comes in higher or lower than what they predicted. But I wouldn't look too much into the fact that this report was a little bit lower than what was expected. 209,000 jobs added in the course of a month is a really strong jobs number. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would think so. And it's that's consistent growth since the pandemic, is it not? Yes, it is. And it brings the three month average to 244,000 jobs. Mm-hmm. Now, there are also, were also some concerns about the Fed, the interest rate, inflation. I, I, I failed economics in college, by the way, I, full disclosure. I, I, I said, I, I'm always upfront about that. So help us understand what the concern was the Fed had. Is that still a concern? And it doesn't, it's my understanding that this wasn't a bad number, but it's it's a little bit down that that's maybe a good thing for the Fed in terms of interest rates. So um, as as the, the White House, we, we respect the Federal Reserve's independence, so we won't you know comment on their particular policy choices and decisions. But what I can say is that, you know, the Fed is is doing what it is. It's, it's trying to fulfill its goal of bringing down inflation while also trying to maintain a strong labor market recovery. And I would say that the president also wants to have a strong labor market <laughs> recovery and get inflation down. And so, you know, for us, at least we want to see inflation come down while the labor market remains strong. And this is a report that helps to achieve that. Because inflation has, is definitely coming down, correct? It's fallen by about half since around this time last year, which is a good, a good, a good start. A good thing. Okay. Um, we're hearing the new term... Bidenomics is yeah. <laughs> is help us to understand how Bidenomics is in effect right now as we look at these job numbers for June. Yes, I mean Bidenomics is the president's plan to grow the economy from the middle out and bottom up, bottom up, which means you know making smart investments in infrastructure, manufacturing, and clean energy, promoting competition. It also means empowering workers, making sure we can increase their wages, help Americans join the workforce, and make sure they can get into good paying jobs. And this jobs report is the latest evidence of that. 
you know, plan is working because the U.S. has seen the strongest recovery from the pandemic recession and the lowest inflation of any leading global economy. We still have work to do to bring down costs for families, but we are making a lot of progress and wages are rising. So as of May of this year, wages are higher than they were a year ago, even accounting for inflation. Um, And as I mentioned, um, annual inflation has fallen for 11 months in a row and is less than half of what it was last year. And so when we look at this report, we see another sign that the president's plan to grow the economy by really investing in working people is, is, is playing out. Trying to confirm, too, uh, a lot of these jobs and the, the new jobs being created, the jobs of people that people are getting, we're looking at some increased wages, too, aren't we? Yes. Wages are up, I believe, um, more than 4% compared to last year, and they're up even higher for some of the lowest paid workers. So things are going well in terms of the economy and jobs. There's really nothing, nothing to be upset about. The labor market, there's, there's a lot of good, a lot of good happening. Yeah. Um, especially coming back out of the pandemic period we were in, what, what else would you attribute, you know, besides the president's policies, what else would you attribute to the success in the labor market of people feeling more confident going out here looking for jobs? What, what, what are you thinking? Well, I think, you know, the president's policies played a huge role in it. And the other uh, piece of that puzzle is the American workers themselves. And um, we, we have an incredibly resilient workforce that, you know, worked through and dealt with the pandemic and pandemic uncertainty, but is now back in full force. We're now seeing a labor force participation rate that is, at least for, for working age Americans, the highest it's been in 20 years. And so we're just looking at a really resilient um, American workforce. And, you know, combined with the president's policies, we're seeing a really spectacular labor market recovery. I will say for this June report, um, the unemployment rate was up for Black Americans. But the thing is, it's really volatile data. I used to be the chief economist at the Labor Department and, <laughs> and worked on this. And so it's really most useful to look at the numbers right. on a quarterly basis in case there's something that's just going on with the survey. And if you look at it on a quarterly basis, then the jobless rate, the unemployment rate for Black Americans is still tied with the previous quarter for the lowest on record. Right. Of course, we're going to continue to pay attention to this figure because we don't want to see it coming up. Mm-hmm. And the president is really, really committed to reducing inequality and investing in communities that have been left behind. But from an economist standpoint, um, this this June figure is not yet giving me pause. OK, well, that's that's good to know. Um, and we know it's volatile that we could do it. We don't, you don't have time to do a whole seminar on adjustments. <laughs> it just jumps around. Yeah. Monthly adjustments. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. I figured that out. That's that's a lot. Well, this is uh, this is good news. More jobs created. I think the numbers are showing in, in, under any president in modern history, uh, which is a good thing. So we hope that it will continue. I, I, are there any pitfalls that you would say we need to be concerned about that might take us back? I mean, I honestly think <laughs> the biggest threat to uh, being able to keep making progress is the fact that House Republicans keep pushing policies that would reverse course. The tax cuts for the rich and the big corporations, they want to shrink public investments, they want to undermine investments in infrastructure and education, shipping good jobs overseas. Like that is the thing that I think we should all be paying attention to because it would reverse the progress that's been made. Right. And and they're against infrastructure until it's in their district and they show up at the <laughs> at the groundbreaking, right? 
as the president likes to say, he'll see them over the Same as the groundbreak. Mm-hmm. All right. We appreciate you as always. Joel Gamble is deputy assistant to the president and the deputy director of the National Economic Council. Thank you as always for joining us on Make It Plain. Thank you for having me. And now we're happy to be joined as always with the latest on the June jobs report. We always check in with him monthly, the chief economist at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, centeronbudget.org, our own Chad Stone. Chad, how are you, buddy? I'm well, Mark. How are you? Just fine. And folks, Chad and I um, uh, together, uh, it has been, I guess, a little over a month. Uh, One other person that we would consult with from time to time was our dear friend, uh, Bill Spriggs, William Spriggs, the a longtime chair of the economics department at Howard and the chief economist for the AFL-CIO, Bill unexpectedly made his transition. And it is, I believe, his last media appearance was with Chad and me, as a matter of fact. So uh, we lift him up and we lift up his his family as well. He will, he's a comrade that will be missed. A good man and a, and a really good economist and very influential economist. Yes, yes. It, it, very influential, um, to say the very least. Indeed, uh, he, wa- he was. Um, so, jobs numbers. So, th- the good news is that the still pretty much a steady pace. Uh, I had asked um, Joel Gamble in the White House about this, though. Some of the, some economists... And some prognosticators, I know you don't do that, but there are those who are saying that this, these numbers, the 209,000 was not as good as they had expected. But I'm not sure if I know what they're talking about, Chad. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So um, before the jobs report comes out, lots of people try to make, um, make uh, guesstimates, um, some informed guesstimates, many informed guesstimates by people who do forecasting, but forecasting is about the future and uh, the future we don't know. So uh, it's not a it's not a judgment uh, in, in any particular way, but but it, it, it did come in under what the where the consensus was. But and 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 frankly, uh, the consensus missed uh, missed in previous months by underestimating how much it would be. So there. They're subject to to, uh, to to error, and it's not it's not it's not malice or anything like that. But it is. But it's. I mean, you get you you may you may think that it's that it's a uh, to predict to predict it to to be higher and have it come in low would be some kind of um, you know political game. But that's that's not what most analysts most analysts pay. They're trying to get it right, and the data um, can sometimes. Um, Well, and I guess the thing that kind of threw me off, though, was that this this number was not that far off. I mean, was it? I mean, this was still a good number, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely definitely a fine number. And and it in fact, it's it's well above the number that um, people um, think is required to kind of keep the keep the economy rolling at a steady pace, which is under 100,000. But. Um, there, we do have to say something else, which is that the two previous months were re- revised down by um, 100,000 or um, 110,000. So, um, but but nevertheless, uh, we're we're well above um, where we were when the pandemic hit. We're clo- very close to full employment, if not at full employment, um, and that's and that's a that's a solid 
jobs number. We should expect we shouldn't expect four hundred thousand or or three hundred thousand jobs a month anymore mm-hmm. because we're so close to full employment. Where are we with with the Fed and how this employment rate impacts their ongoing deliberations? Well, it's it's a it's a slowdown, but not a collapse of jobs, which is kind of what they're aiming for in an ideal um, scenario. So they should probably be happy with uh, with this pace of job growth and the fact that the unemployment rate is still low. It's below it's below four percent and has been for a very long time, and um, it's it's fluctuated in a very narrow range um, around around the rate that we had just prior to the pandemic. So it's bouncing around 3.5, 3.6, 3.7. That's a real good unemployment rate. So, you know, we're, we're not, we're not seeing a recession. We're seeing solid, solid job gains. Um, GDP is growing a little more slowly, but, um, you know, people were talking about, Oh, there's going to be a recession. It's going to be a recession. Um, Well, Sometime there's going to be one sometime in the next ten years, <laughs> but but um, it's the current the current economic situation looks pretty good for continuing. Uh, but uh, you know I'm I'm loath to predict the future. Over two hundred thousand job gains in every month since the pandemic, right? So this I mean this is this is still forward motion. This is a comeback. Yes, it is. It's it, it, it's 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 forward motion for sure. Um, we are, as I keep saying, we're, we're by, by reasonable definitions of full employment, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're really close. Um, we talk about leisure and hospitality. Um, no losses there per se up 23, 21,000, I'm sorry, in the month of June. So that's an, you know, we've been talking about that for some time. That yeah. was a little bit slower to come back, but it looks like that's coming back now. Yeah, uh, although um, the twenty-three thousand is, um, and and we we've been at, at a level something like that for the past couple of months is is still a little low for closing okay. the the full gap that that we had. Um, I forget, I forget what I forget what that is. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So so we're still so leisure and hosp- leisure and hospitality is still down. Oh, I can't see my my cheat sheet. But leisure, leisure and hospitality is still down um, several hundred thousand from from the pre-pandemic level, but it has been coming back. It used to be down way more than that. Yeah, so it's definitely coming back. It's coming back, and that that of course is where lots of, um, of uh, lower-paid workers um, can be found, and lots of women. And um, we want to see that come back. You you would have thought it would be all if if the airport. If my traveling going through the airport was any any uh, indication, you would think it would be all the way back because everybody's in the TSA line. Yeah. Maybe they just spend a night in the airport and not in the hotels. I don't know, but <laughs> if that was any indication, right, right, right. <laughs> you you would think it would be you would think it would be all the way all the way back. Um, so we're at this place too. Also, government employment is down. Um, state and local and it, it's summertime so as we know that a lot of times that has to do with schools so that's not if that's going to be down it's going to be down at this time of year anyway yep Le- leisure and hospitality and um, especially um, local government education have right. been have been down um, a whole lot over the whole they've, they've been one of the one of the 
the drags on job growth, if you if you want to call it that. Um, but but they the the huge gaps that they both experienced in 2001 and early 2002, those have been narrowed, but but they're still down when almost every other, you know, uh, private employment is up uh, a whole lot. Um, total employment is up a whole lot. Um, payroll employment, I'm talking. Um, but uh, state and local government um, is still down some. Both the labor force participation rate is more than it was in February 2020, uh, as well as the um, 25 to 54 employed population. All those numbers are above February 2020, right? For the 25 to 54 population, that's right. Uh, the, for the total population, uh, labor force participation is, um, is, is pretty good. But there's a there's a downward trend due to the retirement of the baby boom generation, right. in, okay. and and that 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 means that uh, um, you're gonna you're gonna see over time that uh, that the full employment that the the labor force uh, labor force participation rate and the uh, employment to population ratio for the 16 and over population is is going to be fighting that downward trend. So the full employment level will be a little bit lower because there's more retired baby boomers that aren't working but um good basically good numbers and the 25 to 54 numbers are really good um because they're um the, both both the labor force participation rate um and the um employment population ratio are, are better than they've been in a very long time yeah not, not, yeah uh but now what we also have where when, when you and i last talked and I think when we talked with Bill, the conversation was the historic low in black unemployment. That's ticked back up. And and then there's this headline in The Hill. Um, I'm trying to make sense out of, you know, sometimes these headlines are more dramatic than it actually. But this is a very dramatic headline. It says black workers comprise 90 percent of recent unemployment spike and then the lead says black workers made up about 267,000 um, of the 300 new unemployment cases this spring um, and and that takes it's 6% unemployment for African Americans back at twice the white unemployment rate so um, is that a ref reflection let, let me let me put my student hat on I'm going yeah. to try to say, see, tell me if I'm right. Because when you read that headline, it, it looks like, is it that that many black workers have lost their jobs? Or is it that more black workers, more African-Americans are coming back into the labor force to cite their unemployment? What, 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 what is it? Yeah, I'm I'm a little little bit confused by exactly what that what the headline is saying. Uh, but, but what we know is that is that um, black the black unemployment rate is back to the same six percent that it was uh, before the uh, pandemic. Um, now, month to month changes in black unemployment, and this seems to be talking about some month to month recent month to month changes. Um, they're they're very volatile in the data because the sample size is relatively small, and so the the famous margin of error is relatively wide. Um, a couple months ago, we had the lowest black unemployment rate um, that we've ever experienced 
and data back to something like 1972. But that's ticked back up again to the 6%, which is, which was much lower um, than, than through most of the recovery from the Great Recession. We got, we got down to 6% in, uh, just before the pandemic. And then, of course, it soared in the, in the pandemic. A recession, but now it's back to six percent again. Now I have to, we have to look at all the all the data, including labor force participation and the employment to population ratio, because as you say, there could be some there could be some dropping out. But um, I haven't I haven't looked carefully at that. Um, I would have to. Look. You've you've piqued my interest in uh, in exploring whether there's, you know, there's. Yeah, yeah. At, at, this, is, this is the kind of superficial good news, at least that we're back back to unemployment rates that we had before, but right. but those still had the two to one ratio, and we're back to that. Yeah, yeah, sure. right. Back, back back to the two to one, and and I didn't mean to catch y'all. I just saw myself in it, and yeah. I was trying to read it. It's it is a dramatic headline. We know it's back up, but it it's that's one thing, and and it is the two to one has always pretty much always been there, unfortunately. But when it says 90%, then that's something that we probably need to spend yeah, some time trying, trying to figure that out, what, the, what exactly that means. If it's, if it's, a, if it's about one month, um, you, have to be, you have to be very careful about judging that because of the volatility in the data. Right, right. I've learned that. That's, what, that's, that's something else, folks. Uh, uh, small miracles do occur. I learn a lot from Chad. So I'm able, when these things come up, I'm saying, though, it's volatile. And adjustment stuff is happening. All the, I was talking to um, Joel Gamble at the White House and brought that up, and she seemed impressed that I knew that. Uh huh. Well, and, and I said, I, and I said, I, be a good student. And I said, I learned that from Chad Stone. So I have <laughs> Chad to give credit for. So um, it, just close out. I, I guess it's leisure and hospitality. I'm that. That's really interesting to me because it is summer. Um, you would still think that. That would be going up. I, I guess July and August will be telling. We're just well, we're just at the beginning of this, of the this, travel season. This gets to the dreaded seasonal adjustment conversation. Mm-hmm. In other words, that that the data that get get produced try to account, try to take out the effect of the normal kinds of job growth or or job decline that occur for seasonal reasons every year. In order to try to detect the underlying trend, um, and and so the so the published the published data the, the the headline data are seasonally adjusted, which means they're not an actual they're not they're not meant to be the actual number of people, but but what the number of people is plus a seasonal adjustment factor or minus a seasonal adjustment factor, and it's confusing to human beings, I know, <laughs> but we economists trying to uh, discern trends want to not get fooled by seasonal fluctuations but 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 i think you know things are this should this should be a good summer for for employment i think yeah well one would think so we hope so but folks it's it's still happening people are coming back we'll see what's going on with the african-american numbers but for the most part uh we're back and and just for the record the african-american unemployment rate as well as the uh, Latino and, and other populations are pretty much back where they were pre-pandemic. Right. That's which not, was a strong labor market. Yeah, which is and again, that's the, the the two to one still isn't great, but that is um, 
the disproportionality that was during the pandemic um, is now back. And the to black the unemployment rate was eighteen percent in, in in April twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. The pandemic was really brutal. Yeah, of course, of course it was. Centeronbudget.org, folks. Check out Chad Stone as always, and his and on Twitter at Chad C B P P. Chad, as always, good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, you too.